Welcome to the Encounter Podcast, an initiative of St. Anne's Adult Faith Ministry. Our goal is to walk with you and equip you on your lifelong faith journey. Hey folks, I'm Deacon Randy Ori, and we have arrived at the pinnacle of our liturgical journey, the Feast of Feasts, the celebration of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God indeed. Of course, in light of the best Catholic thought, while we can affirm that we have indeed arrived, yet in a more profound sense, we have not yet arrived as we are only at the closest Easter within our earthly journey. We look forward to, with great hope, the eternal Easter where we will celebrate in the Lord's midst with eternal songs of worship and praise. So attending now to the most recent leg of our earthly journey, for 40 days we have journeyed through Lent, up to and through the unfolding of Holy Week and the Sacred Triduum. It began when ashes were lovingly pressed against our foreheads in the sign of the cross on Ash Wednesday. Ashes have given way to beautiful Easter lilies, so abundant on this day. On Easter Sunday, Catholic altars often resemble lush gardens. No wonder that Mary Magdalene on that first Easter Sunday mistook our Lord for the gardener. Throughout this podcast series, which comes to a gentle end today, we have meditated on Christ the Healer, and our experience is now of Christ the Risen One, renewed in our hearts. Just as the three-word affirmation, Jesus is Lord, was the first creed of the church, so now the three-word acclamation, Christ is Risen, sums up our faith. We are truly the Easter people of God. On this glorious day, we give thanks for the atoning death and life-giving resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Lord died and rose, not only for all of us, but also for each of us. Each of us can echo the words of St. Paul, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I but Christ lives in me. As Catholics, Easter Sunday is the glorious day, the opening to the Easter season. Easter has been celebrated from the very beginning of the church, even before Christmas was celebrated as a separate liturgical day. And while some religious groups celebrate Easter as one single day, we follow the ancient tradition of celebrating the Lord's resurrection in the Easter season, for seven weeks or 50 days, from Easter Sunday all the way through Pentecost. So before turning to our gospel for today, Easter Sunday, wanted to give a brief but kind of panoramic consideration of the Easter season, which commences today. This larger view will include what we will encounter in the Easter season that is different, and also a short summary of our Easter season scripture readings. So many things change for us as Catholics when Easter arrives. First, joyful song returns with the return of the Alleluia and the Gloria. As mentioned, flowers absent during the austerity of Lent 
return to the altar and the sacred space. The Easter season opens today with a communal blessing of the faithful with Easter water, water made holy at the baptismal font at Saturday's Easter vigil. Baptisms and First Communions joyfully abound in this season of Easter. All of these changes are present to remind us of the new life that is now ours and to call us to a deeper experience of this new life in the risen Lord. The scripture readings of the Easter season also change dramatically. We'll consider each of the three readings separately and briefly. Regarding our first reading in the Easter season, unlike other Sundays throughout the year, the first reading, which is typically from the Old Testament, is now replaced with proclamations from the Acts of the Apostles. This signals to us that the first covenant has given way to the apostolic preaching of the good news of Jesus. It has given way to our living in the Holy Spirit, and it has given way to the mission of the church in the world. In our second reading in Year A, Easter season, we will hear every week from the first letter of St. Peter, The epistle or letter of Peter is deemed a baptismal homily, probably preached to his first and early church community, preached by the apostle, the apostle our Lord Jesus called the rock. Baptismal themes abound across the Easter season from St. Peter's letter, describing our new birth as an imperishable inheritance and calling us more deeply into the holy priesthood of the baptized. With each unfolding Sunday, the Lord is calling us through the first and second readings to a new way of living as people of new life. Finally, our Sunday Gospels in the seven-week Easter season unfold interestingly throughout the season. We will experience our Easter season Gospels on Sundays enfolding in two groupings. First, we have the group which includes Easter Sunday and the second and third Sundays of Easter. On those three Sundays, we are called to reflect on the empty tomb of our risen Lord and his resurrection appearances. But then a dramatic change happens, dramatic but subtle, After those three consecutive Sundays, on the fourth Sunday of Easter and for the remainder of the Easter season, we gently move away from the empty tomb and Jesus' appearances. So this happens on the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh Sundays. And we return to contemplating the various ways that the risen Lord is present to us. For example, he is present as Good Shepherd, the fourth Sunday of Easter, as the way, the truth, and the life, the fifth Sunday, and as the one who sends the Holy Spirit on the sixth Sunday. It is as if the church, through the Gospels of the late Easter season, is saying to us, look for Jesus in the now, where he is good shepherd for you, where he is the way, the truth, and the life for you, where he will abide with you, with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Friends, is it any surprise that the church needs the 50 days of the Easter season to celebrate this great mystery of our salvation? So now, 
we turn to today, Easter Sunday, with a brief consideration of today's wonderful Easter Sunday Gospel. Like many of the Gospels we encountered in Lent and through the Triduum, the Gospel for today is fixed, meaning every Easter Sunday we'll hear this same Gospel from John chapter 20. This Gospel has some really unique aspects. First, the somewhat humorous and lighthearted foot race, wherein the beloved disciple arrives first, ahead of Peter, but allows Peter to enter the tomb first. Then, interestingly, both Peter and the beloved disciple see the same thing. But it is the beloved disciple alone, the writer of the gospel, who is declared to have seen and believed, in contrast to absence of words about Peter. But what's important is what they see and what brings belief to the beloved disciple. They see a very intentional grouping of the burial cloths of Jesus in the tomb, and particularly Jesus' face cloth, folded very intentionally off by itself. This unique face cloth, not mentioned in any other gospel empty tomb account, is a powerful sign in John drawing our minds back to the face cloth that Moses wore each time he came down the mountain from speaking to God. When Moses was with the Lord, he removed the face veil. But when he came down the mountain to the people, he had to wear it because of the overly luminous nature of his face. In the theology of John's gospel, Jesus has removed his face veil which is reminiscent of Moses' removing his face veil to go up to God. So too, now, Jesus has gone up back to the Father, so he has carefully laid aside the face veil. He's gone up to a face-to-face presence with the Father. But here is what is key for you and me. He is taking us with him. This is the power of St. John's empty tomb message for us. Jesus came to gather the scattered children of God and to bring us into the Father's presence. The laying aside of the face veil declares that Jesus' mission is complete. He is returning to the Father with us. This is what every single moment of Lent was about. Embedded in our fervent prayer, hiding in the austerity of our fasting, and quietly spoken in our almsgiving. All of this was our desire for union with our Lord as he gives us new life. Praise God indeed. Friends, the Easter season is always a time of great rejoicing. Think about it. New people have joined our faith community at Easter Vigil. Baptisms abound. And in our part of the world, with springtime, even the natural order sings the praises of God. The tulips, azaleas, and dogwoods all sing a hymn to their creator, ornamented in bright Easter colors. But most important, our parish family, as imperfect as we are, each of us and all of us together, we are filled with the Holy Spirit and we stand as a living, breathing witness to the risen Lord. We are the tangible body of Christ in our world. We are his healing and reconciling presence in our communities. 
no matter how unworthy or ill-equipped we may feel. That's us. We are his Easter people. The Lord has no plan B. Friends, I'm Deacon Randy Ori, and it has been great to be with you since the ashes of Ash Wednesday until now as we move through this Easter season together. From Easter Sunday to Pentecost and beyond, Happy Easter. You have been listening to Encounters Lenten podcast from the Catholic Church of St. Anne. I'm Stephanie Holden. You can learn more about St. Anne and Encounter at stanne.org slash encounter. Thanks for listening.